you know, the thing is, is when we started doing this trip, planning this trip, um, you know, I think I underestimated it a little bit. Ah, really? No, I would never do such a thing. <laughs> it's always the same sure. with you. Yes, it I is. I was like, oh, the second day, almost 90 kilometers. If this is not a little bit too hard. And you were always like, ah, oh, nah, it's easy peasy. We well, could do 200 kilometers a we day. We probably could. Not, yeah, but I would almost die. Yeah. Welcome to Bike Trails, travel log podcast with Christina and Alan. Episode two, you have 30 minutes to eat. Hope you enjoy it. Ahead of ourselves. That was day two. That's correct. Let's start with day one. <laughs> so we drove to Alto Etting. How did you like the drive there? That was terrible. <laughs> I uh, incredibly dislike driving. I think my... My Twitter bio actually says I hate to drive or I don't want to drive or something like this for years now. Yeah. So um, I, I like to drive on holiday, but I just don't like to drive. So we got there and um, no problem, right? We found a parking space and then it became apparent once we had packed the bikes and gotten everything geared up and everyone was ready to go, you know, and it was a little bit of a shaky parking situation. We we're going to leave our car in just this random parking lot for seven or eight days uh, but it turned out okay the sign said it's only allowed to park there from mm -hmm. 10 to 6 but apparently it was not true yeah I think we we, we got away with so it, let, so let me tell you what I remembered yeah what's that so the first time I opened the door in that Dult Parkplatz yeah I was thinking what <laughs> am I doing here because it was 11 degrees, it was super cold and windy, and the first thing I had to do is put every single leg warmers, arm warmers, rain jacket, all the stuff I had, I put on because it was really yeah, cold. It was cold. And by the way, I gave you a little present for your trip. You did. Yes, I gave you my Kenyan hat yeah. that I brought for myself, but mm -hmm. then I eventually gave it to my husband. Yeah, we, uh, we discovered in the first night that each one of us forgot something. So that was pretty interesting. So we got the, we got ready, packed it all up. Bikes were great, you know. They were all tuned, everything was ready to go. Go into Altötting and you know, we're tooling around in the center. And this of course is where this Black Mary is, this oh, yeah. Madonna of Altötting. And, uh, and we're gonna get into this in another, later in the story, but you know, huge lines, and uh, so we were able to just uh, have a look at the lines and leave, <laughs> and then we got going. So getting out on the road that day was incredible. Um, we started really strong, you know, it was uh, right along the river, and then we went up into the hills a little bit, and there was some climbing, and, you know, for me, I found it was super energizing to get out and get going and we probably started a little too fast but pretty quickly we we came back but we only had 34 kilometers to do that day right it was like nothing right yeah but <laughs> a good wisdom of biker says start slow mm. when you have a couple of days of riding ahead of you yeah sure so i thought it was a little bit too fast but i enjoyed riding along the the in river because mm -hmm. it was really green and the nature was beautiful it was a little bit drizzling so it was wet and it was not a perfect start of our tour yeah. but i enjoyed it a lot and we had a couple of hills in it 
that is correct, but not so bad. Yeah. But after 20 kilometers, I thought, okay, that's it. I could stop now. Yeah. I could have a big dinner. I don't need to ride anymore. What have I done to yeah. assign to this commitment of being on the road for one week? And eventually we arrived in Burghausen without yeah. even having seen the Burg. The ride there was nice through farm villages, mm -hmm. I remember. Mm -hmm. And we almost never saw any other people. We saw a couple of e-bikers, of course, mm -hmm. and mountain bikers. But besides that, it was super yeah. lonely yeah. there. Yeah, we got into the city. And the thing that was interesting is it was not a, such a grand finish because it was a strange route. They took us like down right out of the right out of the mountain area, right out of like the hills of the farms and right into this strange neighborhood. And then next thing we know, we're like carrying our bikes downstairs underneath the railroad tracks or something. And then up the stairs on the other side, we rode uh, up the ramp and then we were at the hotel very quickly. Boy, the hotel was very strange. I think it was a really nice hotel, but, and we'll put all the links of all the hotels and everything we did in, in, in the show notes, but, um, it was really great, but it was totally and completely empty. And I think this was the very first day, if I'm not mistaken, that people could actually stay for leisure since the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. It was Saturday, the very first day where they were allowed to have tourist guests. And um, we felt super safe there since no one else was there. And the hotel was directly located at Robert Kochstraße. Yeah, so crazy. what could have happened to us yeah. there? So we got in there and boy, we were destroyed. We were absolutely, at least I was, I was absolutely knackered, destroyed. And that was 34 kilometers. And I've done long rides, taking a long time off and not at all doing hardly any fitness stuff, being, you know, locked down or, or quarantined or staying at home and uh, not doing these kinds of rides. But you never said so. Yeah. During I mean, the trip, you were never telling no, me the truth, apparently. No, but during the trip, you didn't feel it, right? You got the, you know, the muscles are pumping, things are going, and, you know, you have a, you know, you have an energy bar, and you're drinking the water, and you just go, and, you know, you get a downhill, you get a breather, and you get an uphill, and you, you exert a little more, but... You know, when you get off and then you get tired and you get stopped, we got ready to go. And then we hit our first great, you know, pandemic problem with the we dinner. did not have a <laughs> reservation. Yeah. So we decided to go down to the Italian restaurant that really looked nice and Super totally great. empty when we arrived at the hotel. Mm -hmm. And then the first thing they asked, of course, we were wearing masks and the people picked up us up at the entrance. And the first question they asked was... Do you have a reservation? And I said, no. And we said, uh, no. Oh, then uh, if you can eat in 30 minutes, you can stay. And I said, okay, how long do you take for the food to be yeah, prepared? And yeah. they said, that's not a problem. But the next um, guests are arriving at 7. It yeah. was 6.30. So since it was raining and bad weather and we didn't want to walk around since we were so tired, we sat down at the table and then we got served after like, I think, 10 minutes yeah. and then had 20 minutes to eat. And I never tasted it ravioli with yeah. mushroom fillings in such an heroic way yes <laughs> they tasted so good yeah. i yeah. was like oh this is what i've waited for all day and yeah. you got a huge margarita pizza and i helped you with it this and then instead of taking another walk went super united again to our hotel room and fell asleep in an instant so the day i think was really really good you know um, I had the bike 
um, running perfectly for me and yours was, was great. I'm riding this titanium frame and this frame is so luxurious to ride on these like roads would vibrate a little bit. You have like small stones or small ruts or dirt roads. This titanium takes the vibration almost completely away. It's really, really nice to ride. And with the carbon forks and the wheels I have, I mean, it was, the whole trip was really pleasant, actually. It was not a problem at all. And it's, it's amazing how many you come across and they ask you, oh my goodness, there's a lot, how does your butt feel, you know, sitting in the saddle all day? And, you know, honestly, it's not a problem. It's, it's, it's actually, don't even think about it, right? I mean, maybe after six or seven days, you got a little soreness here and there, but it's nothing, an overnight sleep doesn't, doesn't cure, so especially if the bike is set up nicely for you. So my bike was set up great. It was feeling good. Yours was super fit. Like you were really fit well to that bike since we adjusted the saddle back and we had the, the right size frame for you. That is correct. And I really like on my bike that it has these double handlebars in the front. Yeah, that's because weird. Because I don't have this titanium bike, but I can feel that it's a little bit of a shock absorber sure. when going over stones and and gravel roads. Mm -hmm. And I can only compare this to my mountain bike or to my road bike and it's so much more comfy it's unbelievable so kenyan thank you very much for giving me the most beautiful pink woman gravel bike that was ever manufactured yeah it was very nice and it fits you really well especially when you're riding i can see yeah you know, you're super well balanced on the bike you know and uh, your feet are in the right position and everything goes really well it's a big difference to um, last year when we did our touring um into Belgium, you had kind of like a touring bike, a city bike, you know, with panniers. And this was fine, but you don't have that sports position on that bike, you know, you don't have that kind of arch sports position where you can really make sure all of the power is coming out of your legs and yeah. through your back and hips and Especially stuff. Especially going up the hills, I yeah. could not have done this with my trekking bike, no. I think. No, not at all. Although we did some hills last year too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did a lot of hills last year, sure. I mean, some of them were brutal. I mean, if I didn't have that pinion, you know, with the with the gearing ratio, which is like, I don't know, 650 or 700 or something like this, and I would never have gotten up those hills, but we decided to go much lighter this year. So we'll see what, see what that good takes us. We're already thinking about new trips. So. Well, you forgot your hat, your yeah, biking Yeah, so let's hat. talk about that. And when I was looking in my tiny little plastic bag that I transformed to my cosmetic bag, because it's one of those zip bags yeah. where everything fits in and it's super light and I can press it flat on in my um, saddle bag. Yeah. I was like, that looks not enough of contact lenses. <laughs> and I was like, but it's an eight day trip. How many yeah, did it's you an bring? eight day trip. And I counted totally correctly to eight, but I should have had 16 okay. contact lenses <laughs> instead of only eight. So I only brought four days yes, of yeah. contact lenses. You made it. Yeah, but still, I was thinking all kind how how long would the train take me back to <laughs> home so that I can get my contacts? Is there a post office where my 
parents could send me yeah, yeah. contact lenses. I never told you this, but this was all going on oh in my, my head. Goodness. Oh my God, God, could I persuade my parents to meet me somewhere <laughs> to give me the contact lenses? And you were like, no, you cannot bother your parents with this. And I think I could have done it, but since we were on a trip with just the very basic things with us, I decided to do without them. Yeah. And I eventually did. Yeah, you survived. Well, that was the first big day. So I think uh, it was something like 32 kilometers here. I have it written down here, two hours. 35. 35 kilometers. And, and so we did something like uh, 150 meters of climbing that day, which was... Nothing. And it felt like we had... 500. Ed Edristed. Yes. <laughs> I felt almost like a half Transalp. Yeah. And it was really cold with 11 degrees centigrade. Yeah, it was cold. I didn't think that we would have started in such a cold weather, no. but we did. Yeah. So the first day was not welcoming us, but we did it. We had great food. Mm -hmm. We had a super great hotel room with LED changing lights. Yeah, they were like pulsating through all the colors and stuff. It looked yeah, almost nice. a little bit like in a red light district. Yeah. So when the red light was on and my pink bike in the room, I'm so happy that we could bring yeah, the bikes in there. That was room. great. It was the only place we were able to get the bikes in the room. Yes. And she was like, oh, I don't care. You can bring it up. It's a big room. You can put it in the there. <laughs> yeah, we were the only two people, I think. Yes. So I suppose it's okay. <laughs> that was actually very comfy. I would have liked to have my bike all the time. It's so nice. Me. When I did the, the Via Claudia Gusta last November, um, I was able to get the bike in the room every night. Did you ask or did no, you just do it? I just did it. I just How wouldn't they not find out? Well, I didn't bring my bike to the reception. Reception. I just did like all of the check-in and then I went back out and just grabbed my bike and had my headphones in and went through the lobbies and if someone was yelling after me I would just not think about it. And I I became an expert into getting a bike into the little tiny elevator with me up upwards, you know, and it works fine. No one That complained. is a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. It takes talent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to tiptoe through, through the hotel lobby. I, I have to pretend I'm like a little tiny field mouse with a giant How bike. How would you pretend to be a tiny little field mouse? I don't know how that goes, it's but somehow possible. it works. <laughs> Mind over matter, right? <laughs> so yeah having the bike in the room is super helpful because you know you you're i mean it's it's almost ridiculous how much stuff you pull off the bike at the end of the day mm. like we would pull our big you know clothes packed bag off the back of the bike but then there's lots of other things throughout the bike that you had like we had some you know technology stuff and then you know there's lots of different things that you use during the day and that aren't packed with your clothes that you want to bring to the room you know charging devices and cables or whatever else you know contact lenses you know things to things to get ready for the morning and then it ends up you want to take off all the stuff you want to charge, like your front light, your back light, mm -hmm. you know, uh, your your computer, the phone. Um, you know, I had a GoPro in the front or, you know, a, a China GoPro. And so by the time you get all that stuff off and then you have your helmet and you got peeling off the clothes you're wearing, and, you know, maybe your gloves, you know, you got like a huge giant bag and the saddlebag going up the stairs. So it takes some time to put it all together. But yeah, it's OK. It's part of the process. Mm hmm. Anyhow, I think that's it. That's the first day. Day number one completed. Day number one, okay. So, see ya. Day number two coming up. See you tomorrow.